Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Talks with Joe podcast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. This week, I have a very special guest, Mandeep of the Kundalini Collective, here to talk all about the Kundalini Collective and Kundalini in Las Vegas. So I'm super excited to hear more about um, everything she has to share and then also learn something new. (laughs) So thank you. Yeah, Mandeep, introduce yourself. Yeah, Satnam, everybody. I'm Mandeep, as uh, the lovely Joanne has indicated, and uh, I'm in Las Vegas. I've just recently relocated here from back from Utah. I was in Las Vegas prior, moved to Utah. Now, you know, they say you can't leave Vegas. (laughs) It's true. Uh, But uh, yeah, very, very happy to be here. And I was able to open up an amazing yoga center right in the historic arts district, downtown Las Vegas. It's just so serendipitous and the universe is like, yes, Mandeep, thank you for listening. I, we got you, girl. So that, that's pretty much how I'm rolling these days. It's, it's really awesome. So I'm very excited to share today with you and your audience. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So for people who don't know, or actually first question, um, kind of what sparks your interest in spirituality and like um, opening up the Kundalini Collective? Well, what sparks my interest? It's very personal. It's mm. I'm very you know selfish about it. I want to feel good. I want to feel turned on. Uh, I want to be healthy as I'm aging. Um, it's definitely a lifestyle guide for me. And um, yeah, I live a, a, a fairly complex life. I mean, I'm a mother. I'm a grandmother. I'm a tutu. I'm a businesswoman. I'm mm-hmm. a wife. And not necessarily in any certain you know order, but I have a, a complex life, and so it's it's uh it's important for me to have some sort of a spiritual discipline that keeps me grounded, mm-hmm. that keeps me growing, and that helps me to feel really good about myself. Oh yes, that is so beautiful, and then yeah. I feel like you know having a connection with like you know and spirituality definitely mm-hmm. helps with you know, keeping you grounded and especially with you're doing so much, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So for sure. Uh, yeah. Um, so for people who don't know, what does Kundalini mean? Kundalini actually means the curl, the coil of the blood. And it refers to an energy that we have in our bodies. It sits at the base of the spine we have to do something very specific to wake it up. Otherwise, it's just hanging out there dormant. And all living things contain this energy. Um, but as humans, it's important that we understand how to harness and utilize it. And it works with prana, which is our life's energy force that's all around us and that we pretty much are actively intaking through our skin and our breath. And so when we have the the concept of utilizing our will and utilizing technology, uh, specifically the Kundalini technology that we teach and practice at the at the collective, we wake it up like that. We wake it up super super mm-hmm. fast, and it just starts to come online and brings everything else online to where you have an elevated, um, self exalted, immediate experience. Yeah. I and I, know. yeah, <laughs> it's a big, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> so like, yeah, so I've tried um, Kundalini yoga before at your studio is like yes. amazing. Um, I didn't know what to expect because I do regular yoga like on sure. a regular basis. So when I'm trying Kundalini collect kundalini yoga for the first time it was just different than yes. what I'm used to like you're definitely like awakened you're definitely like you're only thinking like in your regular yoga you're only thinking about the movements you're doing but in kundalini yoga like it's repetitive you're doing it for a very very long time and you literally yeah. cannot think about anything else so that is my I think that's my um, knowledge of like the differences between regular yoga and kundalini yoga so can you give more of like um like a difference <laughs> like a better description than I can give <laughs> well regular yoga <laughs> yeah I mean I I'm I'm guessing that you're referring to hatha yoga or yeah. the, phys the, the physical practice of the asana and the breath work right yes yes so and that's a main that's a very mainstream way of being healthy and exercising and it's wonderful I mean I was a practitioner and teacher of that a very general style of yoga, hatha yoga for about 10 years prior to finding or Kundalini finding me. Um, so I gained a lot of benefit from that, but there was a missing component, which was a very, uh, very specific way for me to harness my mind and meditate. And with the hatha method, it wasn't connecting with me. There were there were means of doing meditation or practicing meditation, but they weren't really resonating with me. And when um, Kundalini came across my path, my very first class, I had like this huge light bulb aha moment, like, oh my God, that's the missing piece. So Kundalini contains all the different forms of all the schools of yoga. And there, there are 26 schools of yoga. There's a lot of different branches of yoga. I know it's such a cool science mm -hmm. and philosophy and just, um, just technology. So Kundalini is considered to be the mother yoga. And it, because it contains components of all sorts of the different branches and schools of yoga. So it's, it's advanced, but yet anybody can do it, particularly the way we teach it and offer it at the collective. We have a lot of brand new beginners, you know, such as yourself coming in and you have this experience. I mean, some, some people have an experience or go, wow, that was really something. And other people have an experience of like, oh my God, I didn't like that at all. So, <laughs> it, you know, it, it just, it just depends on where you're at with really open to feeling awakened to feeling very uh, different. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that scares the bejesus out of people. Yeah. It, yeah. it can be, it can be scary because they're like, they're so used to walking around in kind of a numbed out state. Mm -hmm. And we see, unfortunately, we see this a lot where people are like sheep and they're just kind of robotically going through the motions. Yeah. And when you practice Kundalini, mm -mm, it wakes you up. I mean, it really shakes your cage and says, hey, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, it, it's a matter of adjusting to that. And so your nervous system gets strengthened. You breathe more powerfully. So you're breathing in a lot more prana and you're releasing a lot more um, of the apana, which is the release mechanism of the body. It's not just physical, but it's 
it's emotional. And that's a Mm -hmm. big component of Kundalini is that you're working with your emotions very, very uniquely. Um, And we do a lot of chanting. So we're doing a lot of work with the brain. And that's super, super cool. Um, Particularly this frontal lobe of the brain. I mean, I can get real scientific and real geeky about it, um, which is incredibly powerful for this time on the planet because we're obviously being called to create a new dynamic, a new paradigm of living and existence, right? Yeah, I love that. And I feel yeah. like there's like a, a growing interest in stuff mm-hmm. like this as well. Like, um, totally. so people are becoming a lot more open to it and mm-hmm. then um, wanting to explore this world, this unknown that, you know, sure. yeah, gaining a connection with. There's, there's a lot, there are a lot of vehicles that are coming forward. I mean, shamanism is taking a huge leap into the mainstream uh, forefront and um, kundalini technology is definitely right along with that. So there's there's different modalities, there's different ways. There's, you know, Dr. Joe Dispenza does amazing work with heightened awareness and mm-hmm. just being able to really uh, create this law of attraction that we all have this innate ability to be very positively attracted, uh, mm-hmm. attractive, magnetically so you've got to work with your mind. You've got to work with your mind. And so I like to consider what we do at the collective as Jedi mind training, because, (laughs) you know, yeah, because I'm not fooling around. I mean, (laughs) I'm, I'm at that age in my life where I'm like, yeah, okay, let's get, let's get it going here. I mean, Mm -hmm. come on people, let's go. So, and I'm very joyful about it. I'm not rigid or you know, I'm not necessarily a taskmaster, but I'm like, let's, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I laugh a lot. It's like, yeah, okay. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I cuss a lot and, you know, it's like, whatever, let's just do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so like awesome because it's kind of like reminds me of like, like a Jedi training academy, like you're learning Mm -hmm. to get connected to the force or like recognize that the force is already within you to create all that magic. Exactly. And it's truly like that. I mean, it's definitely life imitating art, but honestly, I think the art was imitating life and we really do have the capacity to create that. Mm Mm-hmm. And then um, you mentioned chanting earlier. So like mm-hmm. I experienced the chanting um, during the class and I'm just like wondering, what are we chanting? What does this chanting mean? Um, and then, yeah, just regarding the chanting, like. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a language that is not English. Although sometimes we do things in English, like we have the mantra, I am. Uh, we have the mantra, I am bountiful, blissful, beautiful. Um, so do some things in English, but for the most part, we're chanting a language that's called Gurmukhi. And it's different than the um, Sanskrit Hindu mantras. Um, it's there, it's a different legacy, it's a different language. So these mantras come from the Sikh tradition, which is in northern India, and they're very, very potent uh, in their coding. And uh, the sense that I like to view them as codes, as sound codes of unconditional love. And so when we're chanting, 
we, the tip of the tongue is striking the roof of the mouth and we have a drum, um, it's like a drum head. We have 84 meridian energy points in the roof of the mouth. And so the tip of the tongue is striking these points very uniquely. Mm -hmm. And when it does, we're creating a vibrational sequence message to our pituitary gland, which sits right above the roof of the mouth. And your pituitary gland is your third eye. Wow. So when the third eye, when the pituitary gland starts to resonate and vibrate and spin with this unique pattern that, for example, um, Ekonkar, Satgur Prasad, Satgur mm-hmm. Prasad, Ekonkar starts to create, yeah. then it vibrates as well to the hypothalamus and to the pineal gland which then sends this rasa, this nectar throughout the whole body. And this is where we start to come online. Yeah. I mean, it's like you just go into this ecstasy Mm -hmm. experience. You go into an ecstatic experience. It's a huge turn on. Huge. And yes, it can be sexually turning on too, (laughs) which is, yeah, it's awesome for you to be (laughs) sensual and stimulated Mm -hmm. and heightened and all of that. But we're not just in the sex groove in that manner. It's much more elevated than that. Yeah. And I could also speak from my own experience because like, I didn't realize when I went to a class that it was like over an hour long, like an hour and a half. So when I, yeah. So when I started, I'm just like, oh my gosh, we're going to be doing this for an hour and a half. And, you know, like my, you know, my, my human size come in like, oh my gosh, this is so like repetitive. I need to do something else. But like that <laughs> chanting, as soon as it hits you, like you said, that ecstasy, then it's just finally like, whoa, I'm awake now. Like, whoa, my body is awake. And then that's like, it took, it took some time to get there, but it, it hit me. And then I was like, well, this is why I'm doing this. I, I, I realize that now, like, um, that just, just like a mini form, like awakening during a class. Yeah. And it was amazing. So you can see just from your experience that if you were to come once a week consistently or twice a week consistently, how it will start to flow, because that's what it does. You're literally reprogramming your brain, the neurons in the brain, and you're strengthening your nervous system, you're running more prone through your body enough to where you really start to shift the whole dynamic of your entire operating system. And it's, it's long lasting and it, it starts to develop in ways that become permanent, which is an evolutionary process. And that's what we're striving for these days is how can we you know, regenerate ourselves that we can evolve into these higher consciousness beings, which we are, is such a necessity to have higher consciousness at this day and age, because everything is so bloody subtle, meaning nothing is that it appears to be from the masquerade of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> For example, the media, for Mm -hmm. example, the politics, Uh, Mm -hmm. for example, healthcare, Uh, for example, the financial institution. Oh, yeah. For example, our food supply. I mean, it just goes, everything is affected by these 
this highly intelligent process that's trying to create a uh, an effect over the, the general public mm -hmm. of kind of a hoodwink that is saying, yes, this is this is what you need in order to live your life. Uh, you know, but in reality, it's like, I don't need that. I have everything I need inside of me. And how can I create that, generate more awareness and intuition to know that I can live in a way that is not necessarily how it's being dictated? Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. So like basically okay. capitalism. <laughs> well, and, and yeah. I, you know, I don't mind capitalism, honestly, I don't mind it at all. But just in general, everything really is crumbling. The old high, the old regime mm -hmm. is crumbling. And we can see that very clearly. That's obvious because there are no secrets anymore in this Aquarian age. And Kundalini Yoga was designed and brought into the United States in the late 60s for this time on the planet. So it's a it was a very purposeful um, opportunity and a very purposeful intention created by Yogi Bhajan, who brought this technology over from India. Mm -hmm. um, and he was very specific in telling all the teaching all the time that this is for the Aquarian age. So we crossed over that uh, 12, 12, 12. And so now we're in this big process of really establishing that Aquarian age. And Aquarian age is where the motto is, I know. Oh. Yeah, it yeah. used to be, I want to know. That was the Piscean age. Yeah. I want to know. Now it's, I know. In other words, we've got this. So yeah. it's important to do something to wake up, to remember, to reestablish. Establish yourself as contain as a perfect container of the universe, and and if you want to bring a belief system in, God, generating, mm -hmm. organizing, delivering slash destroying, uh, primary uh, primal force, we have all of that within us. Yeah. And so all this external feedback of well, you have to have all this external stuff. It's not necessary. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. When you said, I know, I just got goosebumps. Oh, good. <laughs> it, 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 you know, it, it, it spoke to you because you yeah. know, you, you mm -hmm. have it, you have all the information. It's a matter of waking up to remember it and then utilizing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And then I could definitely see it in my own like journey and awakening like process sure. too, where it, when I was younger, it was always, I want to know. But yeah. now it's definitely like, wow, I've gained so much knowledge since mm -hmm. then. Like I have all the tools I need to connect, reconnect to myself and my true self. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and that can be scary for people because it does go against, I mean, more and more of this is becoming more mainstream and more and more we're able to have these beautiful conversations publicly and not be ostracized or not be, um, you know, uh, persecuted, so to speak. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it's be, and so we're reaching that tipping point where more and more of us are awakened and mm -hmm. moving uh, into establishing a, a strong, awakened lifestyle uh, mm -hmm. and frequency. And so that has an effect on everybody. Yeah, it really does. And then, like you said, when um, 
like your mind is everything, right? Like if mm-hmm. you're positive, you're automatic. You, when you walk into a room, everyone is just happy to be around you just because right. of that rate, your energy just radiates like positivity and happiness. And they want to be around that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we have this auric field, we have the arc line, we have the radiant body, all of these are projective energies that we send out these, this frequency and this resonance. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, and at the collective too, we do a lot of gong for that reason. We work a lot with the gong um, because the gong is a big, big part of establishing a higher resonance frequency in this, in this skin suit. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Tell, like, tell us more about like sound healing and the gongs. Like, um, yeah, like I know, cause it's, it's just very powerful. Like every time I've done sound healing. So like, what mm-hmm. is the science behind that? <laughs> well, yeah, there's a, there's quite a lot of science. So it's, uh, it, the gong is a sacred instrument and, um, it is a very, very powerful, instrument in that it uses uh, a resonance that is applicable to the brain waves in the sense that you're working with theta waves, you're working with gamma waves, you're working with deep, deep resonance brain waves that, and just waves in general that are very healing and regenerating. So the, the frequency, the uh, planetary gong collection that I've been um collecting for about 15 years is a pretty big one and and um when what we do is when all when planets go into retrograde or we have mercury retrograde or you know whatever uh we can use the the retrograde frequency to work with it even more and so um in 30 seconds of someone playing the gong effectively and you do need to know how to do that it's not just coming up and you know crashing yeah. the gong. You 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 do want to be, uh, you know, mindful of how you're approaching and connecting with the gong. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely a sacred relationship. But in 30 seconds, your chakra energy, all the eight chakras and more, become balanced in 30 seconds. Wow. In 90 seconds. Your subconscious mind, which is a big part of the mind field that we're always working on with meditation, et cetera, becomes surrendered. In other words, you you move into a meditative state without even trying. Yes, yes. That's what I've experienced with like sound. Yeah, the gong just takes over and all you have to do is relax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's pretty awesome. So you you know, you've been to some of our moon events. Yeah, I've been to um Rosemary's Sound Alchemy oh, yeah. event. Yeah. yeah. So definitely very powerful. And then with like um Reiki. Yes. Combined with the Reiki. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. You're just incredible. like in a state of calm. Like that's the best I could describe it. Like, you know, I let my, whenever a thought comes up and I just tell myself, just let yourself have this moment without having to think about anything. Yeah. It's a beautiful surrender process. And when you can do that, it's the art of relaxation and, and you really just let the highly sophisticated and intelligent organism of the body do its own natural thing Mm -hmm. and so what happens is because the mind has surrendered then the body can also start to surrender and regenerate Mm 
mm-hmm. um, because the body follows the mind, the mind follows yes. the breath. So we're, you just relax. And when you're relaxed, you're breathing deeply. So then the mind can be, okay, well, I can just calm down now. I mean, your mind never is quiet. Never. <laughs> it's not supposed to be. Yeah. E- even when you're in a very deep sleep, the mind is still active. Mm-hmm. Like the dreams, and yeah. you're still thinking in your dreams because you're thinking about oh, what's happening here, you know? Sure, yeah. And the dreams are often just play play out um, enactments of your subconscious. Mm-hmm. So we do a really cool class on Wednesday afternoons at five thirty. It's called Gong Nap, and um, it's it's super cool. It's an hour and fifteen minutes, and basically we do a little bit of Kundalini yoga. We do this powerful breath technique that imitates, um, that puts you in a state of deep relaxation as if you were um, starting to get ready to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes you a better lover, better fighter, better producer. Just, it's a really powerful breath technique on its own. And then we lie down and I do this script, which is a self-hypnosis script called Yoga Ooh. Nidra. And I'm playing the gong the whole time and people trip out. I mean, it's such a trippy amazing experience um so you should check it out for sure wednesdays at 5 30 gong nap and it's very very powerful oh wow yeah i i love having those like you know experiences where you know i'm like something happens you know like whenever you're meditating it's just that mini spark that you have i love having those like little mini sparks (laughs) yeah yeah because the more little mini sparks you make the more you light up yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's a beautiful <laughs> visual. Right? Yeah. For sure. Okay. So um, I kind of want to talk more about the space because from talking to, um, you know, like Rosemary and J-Roll, they told me that uh, when the space was first created, like you put crystals yes. underground. So can you tell us more about that? <laughs> sure. So I was so fortunate and again, very serendipitous um, uh, just discovered uh, that space in a very raw state in December of 2019. And um, it was just, it was an old furniture warehouse and, and it was uh, units. The one unit that I was looking at was pretty, you know, beat up raw dirt mm-hmm. floor. There was some cement in there, blah, blah. But So I was able to take hold of the space in that very raw form. And my landlords are amazing. They're just these wonderful father and son team. And I was able to go in and put all kinds of crystals in the dirt floor and do all kinds of ritual and um, really creating astonishingly powerful grid of crystalline energy. And I don't know if you've been in that area of Las Vegas, but there's bars and all kinds of crazy stuff all around me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're squished in between two bars, like literally. (laughs) Yeah. And yet I am such a powerful lighthouse, light point. I have people coming in my space all the time. Like they literally will be walking by and they'll go and they'll turn and they'll look and they'll come in and they'll go, what is this? Yeah. I was just drawn. I was just drawn to come in. That's the crystalline energy. That's the mantras because we have mantras playing twenty four seven in there. And I also put 
uh, three light grids. So I use, I work with clearing space. So I, I use um, dowsing and just very intuitive with how to clear the space for uh, flow, effective flow. Mm -hmm. So I have three light grids. I have a grid in the front, which are these crystal grids that I have hanging from the ceiling. I have one specifically in the healing room, and then I have a third one in the classroom. And what these do is they create shields. So it's a, a container so that we can do some real deep work in there. We can get real vulnerable. Mm -hmm. um, we can come together and not be, you know, um, not be messed with from anything from the outside. Uh, because the more light that you are, more the dark will try to come in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Because we're a polarity planet. Mm -hmm. And this is the balance. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, that you have those crystals. Like, I was like, no wonder I love being here. No wonder uh -huh. it feels so like, like calm and so like inviting. And then, you know, just... I just, I love coming in. Like, it's just an inviting place. Oh, beautiful. And then of course, every time we play the gongs, there's a resonance that hangs out for like 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like all of these things just kind of like blends in <laughs> together and then it just makes the Kundalini, Kundalini Collective just so much more inviting. Even if there's like a bar next door and you could hear their music through it's the okay. walls. It is fine. Like it, it is. It's, it's not a works. big deal. It's yeah. not a big deal. And actually my, both of my neighbors, the Abel Baker and horse trailer hideout who moved in after I had opened, they're my immediate next door neighbors. Oh, they're darling. And they're spreading their light in a different way. You know, it's all yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what, other services, because I know you already talked a lot about the services you offer, but is there anything mm -hmm. else that you guys offer that you wanted to like share with the audience? Well, we, we really want to um, train, give very intense, immersive trainings for people to really get a concept and a grasp of how they can do this practice on their own, whether it's teach by teaching it, because that's where the real mastery comes into play or just simply getting a, a really deep concept of how to have a yogic lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So we, we do trainings all the time. We're in a, a level one training right now for teachers training uh, that is an eight weekend course. We started in March and we're gonna end in September. Um, we have another course that's gonna come up at the end of the year. We have an all day immersion this month in July for the positive mind, all the 11 meditations for the positive mind, it's a huge manifesting abundance uh, immersion. Um, and we're also doing retreats now. So we did a retreat already in Zion, Utah. Unbelievable. It was wow. so powerful. In fact, I've already booked for next year. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And I'm really wanting to go to Mexico and go to the coast probably the Caribbean Atlantic coast. So I'm actively looking for a location there because I love that area, Tulum, Akamal, oh, all yeah. that, all that area there, because the pyramids there, if you look at the grid of all the pyramids down in that part of the world, they form a very specific grid of chakras. And that Tulum area uh, pyramid system is the heart chakra. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, I That's heard Tulum cool. was magical. So yes. <laughs> definitely it's, on my list of places to visit. It's it's a beautiful beach and um, it's it's become quite party popular, though. So I, we mm. probably won't be directly in Tulum just because it's a bit much to have a con- try to have a container there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, on retreat, you want to be able to immerse yourself into a container for sure. Yeah, for sure. And then like kind of exclude yourself from like the party scene and everything it's very tempting because it's a lot of fun in tulum it's a lot (laughs) believe me i love it there it's fun (laughs) so maybe okay only one part of the retreat (laughs) well if we if i figure out a place that's kind of around there because there's other fishing villages that are around in that area and we can just kind of maybe go for the day to tulum and yeah. Whatever. I mean, the shopping in Tulum is <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I've, I've never been, but I, I can only imagine. It's beautiful. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Thank you, Mandeep, for joining me on today's podcast. Oh, is there, thank you, yeah, darling. Is there anything else you want to share or any last messages you have for the audience about like Kudalini in Las Vegas? Well, it's such a trip to teach Kundalini in Las Vegas. Let me just say that because (laughs) Las Vegas is such a unique city. I mean, it's the the planetary energy of Uranus. It's it's Mm -hmm. a total total revolutionary town. It's a very very unique vibe that we have here. Um, You know, it's a lot of sex, a lot of money. (laughs) Um, a a lot of excess, you know, Yeah. uh, a lot of splash. Everybody's got a hype and it's like, and then there's Kundalini. (laughs) (laughs) So I am, I love it. I love the diversity. I love the fact that I can work with professional poker players. I can work with these UFC fighters. I can work with beautiful young women such as yourself, Um, the Asian community, uh, you know, the black community. Um, I mean, it's just very, very diverse and and everyone's got their own vibe happening. And Mm -hmm. I just am very focused and very passionate and very devoted to bringing a higher consciousness to everyone that I can, that's interested. I mean, I don't want to do a knowledge bomb on anybody, but I just wanted to be able to create this sacred space because I'm very much an earth mama. I mean, you probably figured that out already about me, um, but I'm Virgo, Leo, Taurus. I mean, I'm really an earth mama and I am very passionate and very devoted to creating a heart space for people to come in and just fucking relax, man. Just relax. It's all good. You've got this. <laughs> what, however that looks for you, yeah. you've got it. Let me just show you some things you can do that makes you more relaxed and more you, mm-hmm. more authentic you, and bring you into this reconnection or stronger connection with your authentic self. And then go out there and share it however you want to do that. Whatever. (laughs) That's so amazing, especially in this city. Like, you know, once you like ground them and calm them down, they do, they go out there, be themselves and do the, they're better. They're becoming their better selves for whatever they do. Like whether they're like, let's say a stripper or like a bartender. It's okay. Yeah. This, 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 that's how you want to make your living. And that's how you need to make your living. Why do you do? It's fine. 
you know, especially if you're a beautiful woman and you're in the strip industry, uh, you know, the exotic dance industry, or you're you're in that industry, however that looks like, you've got to be shielded. Mm -hmm. You've got to shield yourself and you've got to really empower yourself in the sense of how can I do what I'm doing, but display this incredible, beautiful body that I have in a way that's very, um, uh, of a higher consciousness for myself. So, and that's tough. That's tough. So I'm here to support everybody. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that was so wonderful. It's so beautiful. And then where can people find you like online? Um, and then I could give out the Kundalini Collective, like information, like location wise, like in the show notes, but where can people find you like on Instagram? Oh, cool. <laughs> well, okay. So we're IG, we're at Kundalini Collective, double K's, Kundalini Collective with KK, uh, Kundalini Collective LV at Kundalini Collective LV. That's our IG. And then Kundalini Collective Yoga.com is the website. Um, huh. Yeah. And the phone number is 702-998-3117. You can text on that number as well. Oh, that's so awesome. Well, we have a TV channel. I haven't even talked about that. Oh my yet. gosh. A, yes. And you can't we have share a more. TV channel. <laughs> well, we, we have been, this has been such a labor of love for about six years with me is trying to get this all online and get it virtual. And so we do have the collective TV channel. So pretty much every class that I teach is always live streamed. And then it goes into a recording database of a library and we're organizing it. We're always, you know, messing around with it and getting it more fine tuned because it's a, it's a pretty intensive library of um, just information that you can practice on your own on demand. Uh, But we live stream all of our big events. We live stream the moon classes, uh, the moon events, and we live stream or we zoom the trainings. So it, it's there. It's all virtual. Oh, yeah. And it's all accessible. So nobody has an excuse. <laughs> no, there's no. no excuses. Yeah. <laughs> Except for your imagined excuse, uh, disability excuses, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Mandeep. It was such a pleasure. Aww. I learned so much Darling. today. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I love this. Thank episode. you, darling. Yeah. And thank you, everyone, for listening. <laughs> Talk to you guys next yep. time. Bye. Satnam. Bye. <laughs>